Welcome to The Candid Creative, a show made for creators, creatives, and entrepreneurs. Whether you're starting out, growing, or established, this is the show for you. Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of The Candid Creative. I am your host, and today we're talking Pinterest. What is the first thing that comes to mind when you think about Pinterest? For me, it has been arts and crafts, pins and boards to get inspiration to create something. However, there's more to Pinterest than just that. I sat down with Kareem, who has been learning and helping others grow on Pinterest to discuss the details, using Pinterest to funnel traffic to other platforms, and more. Let's jump right in. All right, so welcome to the Canada Creative, and today I'm joined here by Kareem. And for those who don't know you, tell us a bit about yourself and your background and what you do. Well, hey guys, so um, I am Kareem Little. I'm from Jamaica, and I've been branded on Instagram as the Pinterest King. Uh, I'm 22 years old, and I started, you know, as a photographer look into Pinterest for a place of inspiration. And before I knew it, I realized that, you know, Pinterest is also a place where you could drive traffic from there to external sites. So I started a blog and I was blogging for a few months and I enjoyed it. But now I'm here to really just teach creators and entrepreneurs how to use Pinterest traffic and, you know, be successful in the online world. Yeah, I've been doing a really good job. I remember when I first, first found you, I was like, I was like, Pinterest? I was a bit, like, confused. I'm always, like, when the first thing that I think, uh, that I kind of see, like, I can imagine when I hear, like, Pinterest, like, Pinterest yeah. boards for, like, crafting or, like, creating ideas. And, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, when I saw it, I was like, I was like, oh, like, Pinterest. I think I'm, like, I'm just curious as to how do you... F- found sort of like that community of Pinterest that is outside kind of like what people know Pinterest for. Yeah. So as I said, when I was, you know, doing photography, mostly I, I got addicted to pinning. Okay. Because you can go down a rabbit hole where it's just constant pins, pins, pins every day. You're just being solely inspired by the content that's there. And I'm not sure where, but I just saw some stats about Pinterest one that really blew my mind. And it just changed my perspective where I realized that, hey, Pinterest isn't really social media. It's a search engine. And, you know, I have a little tech background. So I said, Pinterest, Google, search engine. And, you know, I started searching for stuff on Pinterest and doing a bit more research and I realized that it was indeed a visual search engine that was pretty underused and underestimated because there are thousands of pins, probably, no, there are definitely millions of pins, but it was just a place where anyone who wants organic free traffic they could just go to Pinterest and build a community and send that traffic 
to their website, to their YouTube channel, to wherever they really wanted it to go. Right. Like it's basically like a rerouting of everything yeah. towards anything else that you that you want to do. Precisely. Which is nice. I think it's yeah, it's an interesting kind of way. I mean, I know that you you have been doing a lot of like I mean, I found you through through Instagram. And you, you, I mean you talk it's, it's about Pinterest and it's very like I've never seen anybody talking about Pinterest in that way. You kind of mentioned that you're trying to help other people realize like Pinterest can be used as a search engine. It can be used as a platform to reroute traffic. Uh, but what kind of inspired you to kind of start teaching people how to use Pinterest? Yeah, so the inspiration, it really came from personally, my personal experience first, where I was always interested in making money online. But I always had one problem. I could design stuff. I could design ebook templates. I could, you know, do logos and stuff like that. But the traffic was always the issue, right? And when I asked a few friends to, they know about the whole online world, but they shy away from it because they don't get the traffic. They don't get the traction that they want. So it's almost not productive. And thinking about how I was using Pinterest for the blog at the time, I was like, what if I could actually use this to drive traffic to Fiverr or, you know, some YouTube channel or whatever, and started doing some more research. And I found some guys create and go on YouTube. And those, they guys, they were really good Pinterest experts, man. So I, you know, watched a few videos and I realized that yeah, this was something that was indeed possible. And for the past four years, it was really, you know, just pushing out content and, you know, building the experience. So I have learned what works and what doesn't work and, you know, how to get seen for whatever platform you are, you know, trying to really right. monetize and sending that Pinterest traffic it so basically i've been doing it for four years pinterest you've been working on yeah it's been a while (laughs) do you think it has like a i guess like a very difficult kind of learning curve like to learn how to use pinterest Uh, i wouldn't say the learning curve is difficult okay i would say it's different okay because you know with social media like instagram a lot of persons compare Pinterest to an Instagram, which I don't really see why, but it's, it's a case where on Instagram, it's all about community engagement and, you know, producing high quality content. Whereas with Pinterest, to build a massive audience, all you really need to do is share. Right. Right. If you're giving all of your stuff, I mean, you only have so much to give. But if you're sharing, if you're reposting or repinning content from others, then you have a whole reservoir of content to choose from. And that alone skyrockets your growth. Not to mention if you you start using group boards, then you, you know, pin your original content to group boards and so forth. So it's a different learning curve. 
not to mention the little SEO stuff. Right. But once you once you master it, which you could do in a month, it's it's really magical. If you're enjoying this episode and this podcast, please make sure to leave the podcast a review. It will mean the world to me. Thank you so much. Let's get back to the show. As you mentioned, this is kind of like severely underused and people don't realize the, like the, I guess like the power that it has. It's probably also a thing of, like you were saying, a lot of people that have found out about it, how you have, have been able to kind of reroute traffic and be able to grow on different platforms. Um, kind of reroute from that. I mean, I think you kind of mentioned this, but like, I mean, every platform has their specific ways of how they grow. What do you think are the things that work on Pinterest for people to grow? Well, the first thing is that work is pins. And you have two types of pins, really. You have images and videos, right? Obviously, uh, from social media standpoint, we know that videos tend to convert more, right? But images do convert as well. And you also have the opportunity to post carousels, right? And okay. depending on how you use a carousel, it could perform five times better than a single post image pin. But in terms of what type of content really works, it boils down to the design of the pin. And I tend to find that vertical pins, the more vertical you get, the better the performance is. And Pinterest restricts in terms of visibility of the vertical pin at around 2,100 pixels in height. So you could go 1,000 by 2,100 to get a really tall pin, and that really converts. I've seen longer pins, right? But they often get cut off after that 2,100 point. So vertical pins definitely work. And while videos are often, you know, some aspect ratio similar to 16 by 9, if you could do a vertical video, a vertical video pin, that would be excellent too because majority of Pinterest users, they're persons who are on their phones. So you want to, you know, take up for real estate. Yeah, so that's that's really the essence of, you know, capturing the attention, ensuring that you have something that is big enough to see, easy to read, and eye-catching. Right. And that kind of covers most of the screen as well. Like takes most of the Yeah. And then and then the the other part too is yeah, hashtags do work, but I've found personally that you don't really need hashtags to grow on Pinterest that much. Because hashtags really just place you in a position of recency and not to say, hey, this is the top post in this hashtag like Instagram would do. And after you've, you know, gone through pin design and hashtags and so forth, the the king of Pinterest is really SEO. So search engine optimization, understanding how keywords work and what keywords your audience are really using to search and so forth. Once you have that down, yeah, you could conquer Pinterest in a month with ease. 
And when you when you talk about SEO, like I know that I mean with Google or websites or blogs, you put like aside from putting keywords and stuff like that, you also kind of add the metadata, you add other stuff to it. How does it work on Pinterest? I guess it will be the question. Is something that goes like up the on the description itself? Is there like a setting? Yeah. Uh, funny enough, Pinterest has this insane visual search algorithm okay. that actually reads the description of the pins. Got it. Right? So you have your overlay text on the pin. Pinterest could actually read that and read the design itself. And they read the pin title as well as the pin description and those are what you really need and to take it a step further right when you pin and you have that pin on your blog it tends to work much better much more cohesive if both of those information that's the pin description and the information on the pin and the information that's on the blog, once they're the same, once they you know coincide, they correlate, you tend to get much more traffic. <laughs> In fact, once you have a website that is claimed on Pinterest, they automatically send you even more traffic, which which is just insane. Just by by adding your your website, you mean? Yeah, once you claim the website. It's it's insane the amount of traffic that alone brings. So basically, the sort of like external. I mean, how I see also it works. Like the more external backlinks that you put yeah. and add, keeps kind of growing in terms of that. Yeah. Just the. Uh, I mean, I know that, that with SEO, it can take a few months to get kind of crawling on the search engine. Does it work similarly or Pinterest? Because I know you mentioned like you, you can kind of get kind of mastering or started to get traction within a month so it's a little bit shorter of like a yeah i i find that really seo on pinterest works almost instantly okay where once you you know optimize a board and you start pinning content you see a drastic increase in your stats change in in like 24 hours oh right so I mean, that in itself is impressive. And you start ranking the minute you start using SEO, right? I've ranked a few pages, a few Pinterest profiles to Google's first page with just SEO alone in less than a month. So it's definitely possible and it's easy to do once you get the hang of it. So I would encourage just about anyone to, you know, just get started and you know, keep testing as you go along. Right, learn and keep kind of testing the waters, seeing what works, what doesn't. Right. And just do a lot of research. That makes sense. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I remember when I start, first started following you, you had a different Pinterest account that got blocked or was it removed? Yeah, it was removed. <laughs> Funny story. So I was you know, testing out different things at that time. And I actually even was thinking about how could you make money fast, like extremely fast. So I started just spamming affiliate links in that destination bio where, you know, you you would normally put the link 
to send the traffic to. And I did, I think I did almost a hundred, right? <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think I did almost a hundred. And this was just a matter of like two or three days. So that was insane. And yeah, just, just like a day later, I got an email to say, hey, we noticed that you've been, you know, not adhering to our guidelines and so forth. So we've removed your account. And if this is a mistake, if you think this is a mistake, you know, please feel free to contact us and whatever. But after, you know, talking to them, I did, did realize that there was no way they would give it back. So I had to start from scratch. And that in itself has actually taught me a lot because now I know that affiliate links don't really work the same way, right? So there's a different procedure to, you know, do affiliate marketing successfully on Pinterest. And outside of that, I mean, spamming is never good. <laughs> so so it, it was a great learning experience. And now my current account, not one that I've been using much, but I've actually almost got to half the number of views and visits and clicks that I used to get. So yeah, I'm definitely getting back there. It's it's going to take a little bit more time, especially with, you know, client account management and stuff like that. But it's been a fun, a fun journey. Like how do you bounce back from just being like, oh crap, now I lost that account that I worked so hard for it for like a few years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, having almost 10,000 followers and almost 100,000 profile visits every month, that is not something I would I would say, hey, just go lose it. Right. <laughs> so it's it was definitely hard, but I guess because of my my personality and I know that okay, this was really my fault. So I really just need to take responsibility and do it the right way, right? And if I were to, you know, encourage anyone who is, you know, going to use Pinterest for traffic generation, that would be my first and only statement, if I could just make one, is do it the right way. Because that would save you a whole lot of trouble in the future. Makes sense. It makes sense. You 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 just create one account, and it takes three four months to be successful. Then you have to create four or five accounts over that four months time span. You know, so doing it right is always the best thing to do. Makes sense. Just learn and make sure that you're not doing anything that that will get you in trouble. Right. I mean, I guess the other thing that I that I wanted to ask is. I think you, I mean, you kind of have talked about throughout our entire conversation, but people who are looking to get started, I, I guess, what are the places that they should start looking? I mean, I know they can probably look at your like Instagram. I'm assuming YouTube. There's probably a lot of resources there. Is there any specific uh, websites or blogs that you yourself have used that has been beneficial as well? Well, honestly, I would say that there are bits and pieces everywhere. Okay. But I haven't really come across like one person who has the entire 
arsenal of Pinterest knowledge before because there are designers, well, let me correct myself. <laughs> there are persons on YouTube who are, you know, seeing success from Pinterest and they don't know graphic design. So when you hear them talk about, this is why my pin was successful, it's purely speculation, right? And then again, they would have been pinning for months or even years. So you could also factor in that or the fact that they have a large account and a large following and, you know, so forth. So no one really has the entire bucket of interest knowledge. But what I would say, though, is if you were to learn, even if you're not learning from me, Pinterest themselves actually teaches you how to use the platform. They, they have posted dozens of case studies and so forth that you could actually use as you know reference points in growing your account successfully. Right. So basically use Pinterest kind of trial and error and just bits and pieces that you can find here and there. Yeah. Slowly build it. Obviously. Obviously, with my experience, you know, you could do it much faster, but use Pinterest and, you know, keep trying, keep, keep consistent. I recently um, just finished an experiment this morning, actually, where we tested between Mike Morholt and myself. Yeah, we tested the difference in results if you're pinning 100 times per day versus just 42 times. Okay. And essentially, we've got the same results. By pinning 100, that is 42. Versus 42 times, right? We've got the same results in impressions and engagement and all. But it was a total different ballpark when it came to the amount of input that was used. So it doesn't matter how consistent you are in terms of the number of pins you make. What really matters is how many days are you being consistent? Right. And showing up. If you're pinning, yeah. If you're pinning once a week, continue to pin once a week. If you're pinning once a day, pin once a day. It's like one of those things of like stick to a schedule, not so much about posting every single day to get like momentum. Right. Precisely. I guess it's kind of similar to like blogs or anything like that. Like if you're going to be making a blog every week, you should probably stick to just that schedule. Because people expect kind of that or... Yeah. And you know, funny thing is I'm not big on, you know, scheduling and so forth. So I like to use Pinterest. They have a system in which you are allowed to schedule your pins. Yeah. So I, I use that feature a lot. and. Tailwind is also a great option where you can just schedule a lot of pins and then just watch things play out. So it's it's great to have those automation systems in place to you know just keep keep a level of consistency going. Right, and to kind of streamline your your process without having to yeah be constantly manually pinning. Yeah, makes sense. Other than that. For people that want to follow you or that are looking for someone to help them and 
kind of have a conversation about Pinterest? Where can they find you? How can they get in contact with you? Uh, well, you can follow me on Instagram at Marketing with Kareem. And if you're interested in Pinterest mentorship, you could, you know, join me on Patreon, join the Patreon community at patreon.com forward slash marketing with Kareem. And there's already a ton of Pinterest knowledge there that you can, you know, just have access to, as well as coaching calls and coaching sessions during the month that you're there. So yeah, definitely reach out, feel free to send me a DM and yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys. Amazing. It's a pleasure to have you here. And thank you so much for, for joining me and being part of this. Yeah, thanks, man. This, this was fun. Yes, same. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And I want to thank Karim for being part of this episode as well. If you're enjoying this podcast, remember to leave us a review. If you want to learn more about me, I'll link my profile in the show notes. Until next time. And next week, I'll be back with another episode. So stay tuned and stay creative. Talk to you then.